Hello, I'm Scotty Hill. I work in the high school ministry here at Cedar Springs. I'm excited to get to share with you as we continue our study of the essentials of our faith, just those core doctrines uh, that we think it's really important for us to have unity on as a church uh, and that the church has historically held to. Um, we've talked so far a little bit about scripture and the fact that it is our authority and that it's trustworthy and true. Uh, and that God is a triune God, meaning that he is three in one, uh, and that he is infinite and eternal. Um, and this week we're talking about essential number two, which is all about Jesus. Uh, Jesus is a classic, of course, that is one of the essentials of our faith, um, and maybe feels like an obvious one. Um, but the reality is, is that there are a lot of different ideas out there about who Jesus is um, and, and what he uh, has done and what that means for us. Um, I remember going to college and I knew that I was gonna face challenges in the faith. It was never anything crazy like in the movies of like standing up to my professor uh, or storming out of the class or anything uh, wild, but I do remember just hearing so many different ideas. People who thought that maybe Jesus was a real person, uh, but he was just a interesting teacher. Uh, he was just kind of an interesting like blip in history. Uh, or maybe he was one of many other prophets, as some religions believe. Uh, or maybe he was just a good man who generally talked about love um, and some other stuff at the same time. But lots of people have lots of different ideas about who Jesus is. And for us as Christians, uh, this is one of the most foundational, life-changing things that we can uh, believe, is knowing who Jesus is. Uh, and not just have, like, it, we want to have a relationship with him, we want to trust him as our savior, but we want to have a, a strong foundation uh, of who he actually is and what he came to do. And that's what this essential helps us to do. It says, uh, Jesus Christ, the living word, became flesh through his miraculous conception by the Holy Spirit and his virgin birth. He who is true God became true man, united in one person forever. He died on the cross, a sacrifice for our sins, according to the scriptures. On the third day, he arose bodily from the dead, ascended into heaven, where at the right hand of the majesty on high, he is now our high priest and mediator. So what do we need to believe about Jesus? That is what it gives us in this sentence, or in these couple of sentences, in the essentials of our faith. But what is that actually saying? Uh, first, it is telling us that Jesus is the incarnate, meaning that he uh, became human, he put flesh on, uh, became human, and came into this world. Hail the incarnate deity is what we sing at Christmas, when Jesus came into the world, God came into the world as a man. And we believe that he is fully God and fully man, that Jesus is both 100% divine and 100% human. Uh, John 1 uh, gives us a great picture of some of this. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And it says in the word in verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. These verses are reminding us that both Jesus is God. He has been from the beginning. 
there was no point in time that there was no Jesus. Uh, Jesus was not created. Uh, Jesus is not somehow uh, below uh, or like, uh, yeah, he isn't below God. Uh, Jesus has been from the beginning. Uh, he also is eternal because he is God. And at the same time, in a mysterious way, he was with God at the beginning. Um, and so it's telling us about the, the divine nature of Jesus, but also it's telling us that Jesus uh, took on flesh. He became man. He became like us. He took on our nature of 100% man. Um, and that is a core doctrine of who Jesus is. But the next thing it tells us is that Jesus came and he died on the cross for our sins. He lived a perfect life. Um, he met all of the standards that you and I couldn't meet. He was perfectly obedient to God the Father. He kept the law perfectly. He was perfectly righteous. Meaning not only did he not do anything wrong, but he did everything right and good. And yet, despite his righteousness and goodness, he died a sinner's death. Uh, there's a, a beautiful exchange that happens where uh, he takes all of the blame for what we have done, and he gives all of the righteousness, all of the credit for what he's done to us. And that happens through his death on the cross. Uh, but he doesn't just die on the cross. Uh, he then raises up from the dead three days later. Uh, and he and he walks among uh, people so that they see him and he teaches them. But then he uh, ascends into heaven where he is right now seated at the right hand of God the Father. And he intercedes for us. Uh, he mediates for us, meaning that we can uh, come to God the Father because of Jesus the Son. Um, and again, keeping in mind that they are uh, they are God. He is God. Jesus is Lord. Uh, but we get to come to God the Father through Jesus the Son because of the sacrifice uh, of his own life. So we're seeing those three core truths. He is God. He is man. He died on the cross for our sins. He was raised up back to life and is ascended and seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Uh, and it is so important that we hold on to each aspect of that. Uh, we can't just pull one of those and leave the others. Um, we, we need that whole idea of who Jesus is. Because if, if he's not God, um, then he could not have actually been perfectly righteous. He couldn't have kept the law. He couldn't have fulfilled all the standards that we need him to. And he also would not have been able to conquer death. If he's not man, uh, then his goodness wouldn't have been able to count towards our goodness. He wouldn't be able to sympathize with us in our weakness. Um, he would be uh, something altogether different that is unable to relate to us, to be with us, and uh, to, to be a sacrifice for us, to be the substitute that we need so that we can be in relationship with God. And if he's not raised from the dead, then he would not be at work right now mediating for us. Um, and he would, his death would have been less powerful in conquering death uh, for us again. And then giving us eternal life and showing us what uh, we will one day be raised as. Uh, and lastly, like his, uh, his life and his existence as fully God, fully man, 
it actually gives us a picture of what our humanity was intended to be. He is the perfect, more full human. Um, if we want to know what it means to be fully alive, to be fully human, we just look to Jesus. If we want to figure out how to be more fully human, we strive to become more like him. He is humanity as humanity was intended to be. We are fallen pictures of humanity, uh, but he is humanity as it is intended to be. And so when we follow in his footsteps, we are actually becoming more truly human. And that is really, really good news. So these are the core things that we hold on to. And like I said, we can't uh, just let go of one of them uh, or pick the ones that we like. We need all of these working together to have a full understanding of who Jesus is, of why his life, death, and resurrection was so impactful to us. And again, that's because he was fully God, is fully God, fully man. He died for our sins to offer us forgiveness. Um, and he was raised from the dead so that he could even now be interceding for us so that we can come to God and worship him. And, and so that is the Jesus that we worship. When we talk about Christ, that is who we're talking about, not a good teacher, not a uh, just one of many prophets, and not um, something that is somehow anything less than God. Fully God, fully man, sent for us to give us salvation. Let me pray for us. God, would you help that truth to be real to us? Would we know who you are rightly? Would uh, we understand what you came to do? Um, would the fact that Jesus is fully God and fully man, would that make all of the difference in our lives? Would we follow after you? Would we become more like you and in doing so become more human? Uh, would you clear away any confusion about who you are, but would you help us to know it rightly? We love you. It's your son's name that we pray. Amen.